Pacquiao is in the house. Pac- I got houses. I got bitches. <laughs> I'm in the Philippines. <laughs> I'm in the Philippines. I got bitches. I got holes. They all suck in my cock. Pacquiao cock. <laughs> Pac. <laughs> it's just a public service announcement. Hello, and welcome to Decoding Ford. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect this. The podcast where we fearlessly and ferociously explore, debate, and laugh at the complex inner workings, issues, and thinking of today's grown only describe us as soldiers, survivors. Now here's the crew. Allow me to introduce myself. To Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke. Making all your fantasies come true. Talk, talk so nicely. Up next. I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Brooklyn's best kept secret. Ella Rick. Half man, half amazing. Let's not forget. Mr. Straight with no chaser. And Harlem's adopted son, Leon, a.k.a. L. O. I'm complex. I excel. Then prevail. And last, but definitely not. Not least, the master of impressions, king of the town, who's our favorite comedian. I hope he becomes yours too. Now let's get it all in perspective. Mr. Vincent Perez. My family, what up? This is Decoding 40. You already know. Don't stop. Do what you do Fat, fat, fat boys. And you know that we're down by law. Damn. He sang the Luther Vandross version of that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Brooke, a.k.a. Whoopi. And to my right... A.k.a. Oh, I guess I got to say the first name first. Yeah, maybe. You can't You can't be an a.k.a. of, of nothing. Yeah. L.O. Dot, a.k.a. L.O. Vandross. <laughs> I like that. That's a keeper. <laughs> a.k.a. one of the Farrakhan brothers. <laughs> and the other Farrakhan twin. Hey, what's up? It's Alaric. <laughs> this fucking guy man. come on give us a little love here I don't have an AK ever since he stopped Something smoking sour. I don't know he's just kind of hey, saucy are you still can not it, smoking I'm not still not smoking oh. God bless can we give him a hand for not smoking yeah. that's really hard man Thank I want to shout you out man, for, for, for being committed to that man and before you, you tell your story you got Vin in the building peace Ben's <laughs> like, I don't want to get cut out to shit. Because Alec about to go. I'm here. Give me my life. Shit. <laughs> Fucking shit. Go ahead, bro. So it's just a, it's a freedom. It's like you're not a slave to this fucking. You're not handcuffed anymore. Right? Yeah, God yeah. bless, man. I still get the cravings every mm. once in a while, yeah. but luckily, it's I can't just go and buy a Lucy. If mm. I if I do buy a Lucy, it'll gonna be a Newport. Yeah, it's nobody not, wants that. Newport, <laughs> Newport, Newport, Newport. Yo, you've been on the Utica five on four line. That's the dude. Newport, 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 Newport. I, I think the cravings probably come when the kids get on your last nerve. No, nah, you know it's it's usually when is it like after I eat, right? Mm. That's usually when the craving hits mm-hmm. the most. It's like is the meal finished? I'm not really sure. Mm. Right. So what do you but, replace it with? Meth. <laughs> more, more food, more food I, something listen. sweet water mm, that's good man that's i went good. to rick's house the other day he was smoking a french fry <laughs> <laughs> he was smoking a mcdonald's french fry like, what are you doing no no every once in a while i'll go in the backyard and i'll have a cigar but i'm not, it's not like i'm inhaling it right so you know i'll have a drink have a little bourbon good for you and man. sit in the backyard and smoke and nice. uh, yeah it's just a release you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah. That's good, man. Yeah, That's good. But no more nicotine. I said, I'm, I'm done I'm, with it. I'm glad because, you know, I've known Rick since forever. I'm going to tell you a story. Third grade. 
<laughs> a little longer than that. Maybe. No. no, I'm saying he was smoking in third grade. No, he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> Not that you knew of. <laughs> it was fifth grade, no. So, no, um, I remember, you know, I had moved from Cambridge Heights. I had moved to Long Island. And I got it, got reconnected to Rick. Rick was about 13, 14 at the time. So Rick came over the house. He came through. We spent the night or whatever. We was hanging out. We was like, yo, we're going to go to Roosevelt Field, which is the mm-hmm. mall in Long Island. And we were at the bus terminal in Hempstead. Mm-hmm. And Rick pulled out a pack of cigarettes. And I think we might have been about 14 <laughs> years old. And I was like, you smoking cigarettes? That's drugs. Because <laughs> I was a square fucking kid, right? You know? And he was like, yeah, I smoke cigarettes, mule. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> I smoke cigarettes and I drink 40s, though. But as long as, you know, we're talking, we're going a long ways. And I'm honestly, I'm glad because that cigarette shit. I know I smoked for a long time. I quit mm-hmm. when I started working for transit because I used to smoke in the train cabs. And that's a no-no. Mm. And I wouldn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And then the supervisor would come and like, are you smoking him? Smoking? What are you talking <laughs> How would, why would I do such a thing? You know what I mean? But nicotine, I don't care what anybody says, is probably one of the hardest things to quit. Mm. Absolutely. It yep. definitely is. Readily available. Yes. And now that's your local store. The funny thing is, like, the vape, when I started smoking the Juul, or started vaping the Juul, it kind of seems like a way to not smoke, mm-hmm. but you're still getting the nicotine. So mm-hmm. you're still getting the drug that you want, mm-hmm. right? And you can do it anywhere. Yes. It, was, it, it made it worse, right? It made, it made it worse. Absolutely worse. Mm-hmm. I would do it on planes. I would do it in the plane bathroom. I would do it at the seat in my plane, in the plane. I'll be honest. I've been places with you and you've done it and I was mortified. Yeah. We where were, like, were you? I don't remember. We were in a restaurant or somebody's <laughs> office or something. I don't know where we are. And he takes this thing out. He's like. <sighs> and I'm like, I know. I didn't Rick give a like, fuck. And I'm like, and I'm like. A-A rules. I'm and, on the plane smoking. And, and, I'm like, and I'm like, yo, you're smoking. He was like. Not B, it's just a jewel. It's okay. He's like, everything's cool, baby. Everything's cool. Baby. And I'm and I'm sitting there like, hold up, hold up. Don't be I, a, hold up. Don't be a I, snitch, baby. Yeah, right. And I'm like, your jazzy ass is about to get me <laughs> locked the fuck up, cool cat daddy. Don't worry about it, baby. Yo, and, and then jewel, and then baby. looks at me and takes another pull. And I'm like, yo, blows it in your blows face. It in your yeah, face. yeah. It's like you little snitch. Yeah. Calm your ass. You didn't harm nobody. Oh, Relax, cat daddy, you blowing baby. up my spot. Yeah, right. It's you, baby. That's exactly how he looked at me too. Like, hey, what are you talking about? No one loves a square, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Don't be a L seven. <laughs> Get yourself together. Oh man. So I was like, wow, okay, that's cool. That's but cool. definitely, you know, hands, hand, you know, clap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand clap. Yeah, for sure, definitely, for sure. Definitely, shout, out, shout, out, shout out, Thank you, thank you. I need your help. Thank you, thank you. And and with that in mind, what else are we giving up this year? I'm I'm giving up uh, certain types of food and a few other things, but not Oreos. You you still oh no up. Oreos are vegan, okay. so it's all good. Yeah. All right. Okay, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> yeah, Oreos are vegan if you eat three or four, not the whole pack. <laughs> now they're just a fat bastard. <laughs> what else what? do we get? What are we giving up? Every what's everybody giving up? Let's everybody give up. You know, it's funny as you as you get old when you when you're younger and you start to get older, you take on more things. Mm-hmm. The older you get, you start to remove things. I think mm-hmm. so. Definitely. What are you guys? What are we giving up? You know, I, I remember I was at the time I was 35 and I went to the doctor and I kept complaining, oh, I got a pain here. I got a pain here. Right. So the fucking doctor goes, well, how old are you? And I was like, well, I'm 35. He says, yo, it's, you're fucking, it's all downhill. So I realized that you got to give up a lot of just fatty shit, man. I'm just trying not to, just to eat better. You know what I mean? 
It's basically what it is. I slipped off the whole not eating meat thing, and I want to get back on that. Oh, quick sidebar. I ain't fucking with Impossible or Beyond anymore because Uh-oh. I read an article. Oh, here we go. I read an article. He was hyped on that, too. He was like, I was, yo, yo, yo that Impossible Whopper. Yo, whatever. <laughs> right? So I was eating them shits like two at a time, and I read an article that the same, basically, compounds they use to make dog food. It's the same thing that they use to make Impossible Burgers. Uh, all right. Well, right. I don't think that, the, the, don't... The, the difference is the flavoring they put into it. So the dip, the same compounds or soy or whatever they use to make it is what they make to, they use to make dog food. I'm like, I'm not well, eating dog wait, food. Impossible is made from one type of protein, and mm-hmm. and Beyond is made from a different type of protein. So um, pea pure t- pea pure pea protein is the Beyond Burger, and Impossible Burger is a soy protein. Mm-hmm. Which they probably do make dog food yeah. out of. Yeah. But it's not like you're eating dog food. Right. Well, I also found out that it's like 25 or 28% fat, bad fats for you, like uh, whatever your um, glycerols, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So if you have an Even issue, if it's plant-based? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and my, good, my thing is I have cholesterol issues and I've taken med- medicine for that. I've actually lowered my cholesterol mm-hmm. and it lowered more when I stopped eating meat. So I know that I have to definitely be on top of that because heart attacks run in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather, he had a heart attack when he was 57. Heart problems, diabetes, all of that runs in my family. My grandmother dealt with diabetes. My mother, before she passed, she had, you know, onset diabetes issues. So I, I, I want to be on a health kick because heart attacks, I know a lot of people, especially where I work, I'm around steel dust and all that other shit. I don't need to add on. To that by eating right. fucking fucked up. I, I think the moral of the story is whether it's real meat or fake meat, it shouldn't be your daily diet. Yes. It should be yeah. like yes. occasionally. Yes. 100%. Yes. Right. Moderation is the key. And get that grass-fed, you know, Jason with an eye shit because that's you know, <laughs> <fucking> regular meat. <laughs> right. This beef was made with grass-fed. <laughs> we actually uh, massage the cow while he eats the meat. Uh, I mean, not the meat, I'm sorry. <laughs> Plants. Oh, the plants, you know, and we grab his ball sack and we rub it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a little bit abstract. Um, and this is something that's been on my mind the last couple of days. I'm going to give up a little bit more fear. Okay. Mm. And that's good. become more uh, bold and courageous and brave in the mm. decisions that I want to, the, the things that I want to go after and the decisions that I decide to make. And um, yeah, I just don't want to be handcuffed by feeling. Mm. Limiting Afraid. beliefs. Limiting That's, beliefs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yo, I'm, I'm actually hold scared because if, if you're I, not scared I now. I love that. I, hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hand claps for no that. fear. I love that because what you just said is how I've been feeling with getting back on stage and mm-hmm. doing things and just writing and, and getting into it and being like, fuck it. What's, what do you got to lose? Right. And that's what, you know I, what, I mean, what do we got to lose? The conclusion is that what, what is it that I'm afraid of being mm-hmm. successful? And that's, that's not how I want to live my life. I want, I want to live my life where at the end of the book that I've done as many things as I put my mind to mm-hmm. it and put my heart to. And that's what, that's a, the type of life I want to live. You're living the uh, entrepreneurial spirit of your grandfather, I believe you said, right? Great grandfather, great grandfather right? Yeah, so that's, that's dope. I was talking to Mac early about there was an episode I watched and it was a Netflix show with Seth uh, Rogen was on it. And he mm-hmm. made a comment similar to that, like, we're kind of like held back by our fear to be successful. Mm-hmm. Because when you reach whatever echelon it is of success, then you're, you're worried about falling off that little cliff. But mm-hmm. it's all about the ride. You right. know what I mean? So, yeah, that's dope. I, yeah. I love that shit right I, there. I think any achievement that we've made in our lives, once we've gotten there, 
we thought about shit. Why why didn't I get here right. sooner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yes. I I was afraid to be here. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's not all that scary. Yeah. And like yeah. And I love being here. This right. is where exactly. I wanted to right. be mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I love what you're saying. Yeah. And yes. I'm gonna embrace that as well. Yes, man. I'm, I'm gonna take that on as well. No doubt. I'm going to take that on as well. 2020 is going to be great, Shane. Yeah. It's funny. I, I think I've been doing that, and I just I don't think I was as articulate as you were. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've processed it the way that you processed it, but I think that's what I've been doing the last, like, six months, mm-hmm. eight months. I think I've just been Dude, can I tell you fast. something? Yeah. You have definitely embraced this. Oh, yeah. 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 And oh, I'm going yeah. to tell you- I appreciate you saying that. Thank I, you. I'm going to tell you how. Food was a crutch for you. 100%. Mm-hmm. It was- Something that 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 food uh, was my food was my that was, side, your, that was your crack that was my you. side piece. Yeah, <laughs> food was yeah. I, I always I, t- I told people I had, I, br- I broke up with food, but we still have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? I, had I still call that bitch and text her every once. Yeah, while. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like I'm going W I D. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hey girl, panties you wearing? What you doing? <laughs> I'm coming through. <laughs> hey Oreo girl, what are you do? You but got I, them whites on? And, <laughs> <laughs> you hey, double stuffed tonight? <laughs> hey bitch. No, but um, yeah, no, I I appreciate you saying it. And like I'm going ham on these Oreos, but I know I've learned how to control that. So the next two days I'm gonna be eating water and, and tea. Right. <laughs> you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Right. I'm eating air. So, but yeah, I appreciate you saying. <laughs> but no, please eat. No, to, air add on, to add on to what Rick said, like we were talking earlier, I've seen Mac is on his grizzly right now yeah. with the food <laughs> thing and just everything else. And hats off to do because thanks, man. One, one thing I know about Mac is Mac can start something and be like, ah, I don't feel like doing that more. But he's really going hard with nah. everything right now. And, I, and that's, listen, that, that's, that's shouts out. I, so enough sucking each other's dick. Then um, <laughs> 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 enough love. Whoa, fuck you guys. Oh, you fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this question. I was trying to wait for the right episode. When was the first time that you can remember that you heard hip hop? Mm. Mm. I can tell you. I think we all can. Yes. It's like the first time you saw a pretty girl. I was f- five years old. Same. Mm. And Rapper's Delight. Yes. I think it was playing on. I, I, I don't know if it was Kiss or it was BLS, but this was the first time I had heard. It was on the radio. Mm-hmm. And... I remember just loving it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a memory of music before that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly don't have a memory of my parents playing music mm-hmm. in the house. None of that. Rapper's Delight playing on BLS or Kiss. I can't remember. Or it might have been KTU. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure mm-hmm. what station it was mm-hmm. on in the 80s in New York. But that was my first memory of any music. I, that I that I resonated with. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you didn't know what it was. You just knew you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, what's that? What's that? Yeah. I remember, I can see it in my eyes. My mother went and bought that album for me. Mm. It was about 78, 79. And I remember dancing with this girl from up the block. Sheila was her name. We used to call her Michi, right? Mm. Shout and out to Michi. We were in my living room and my mother and my father were clapping. We were dancing to this record. And then my mother bought me Pack Jam, that song. It was like a breakdance type of record. And I remember being like, that's all I wanted to listen to. I remember getting cardboard boxes, and all I could do was a head spin because I got a big fucking head. 
I, lo- I wanted to moonwalk. I wanted to be a part. I wanted to do graffiti. I wanted to. It was so. It. it I loved it. I just yeah. loved it. I just knew it was dope. You know, my mother played some music. It was a lot of Latin music. There was old salsa. My grandfather was a promoter from back in the day, so we had all of that in there. But when I heard that shit, I was like, this is this is us. This is our shit. Not to sound like the movie it was like, I fell in love immediately. It would, I was like, this is, I love this shit. And who remembers? Because, you know, kids today don't understand tape decks. They don't understand how hip hop was, they wanted to ban this shit pretty much, mm, yeah. right? And I remember listening to KTU or 98 and had your fucking tape deck and waiting to get the song and yeah. hoping. Oh, yeah. Pause, record, oh, yeah. play. Yes, and hoping that the static wouldn't hit yeah. the shit to fuck up your recording. Right. But Or the commercial. That, yes. You catch it right after the commercial. Yes, yeah. yes. yes. That, uh, was, that was it. For, for me, I was in, I think mm-hmm. I was in first grade. And my parents played music in the house and it was Motown and all that. Mm-hmm. But they had gotten to an age like I, kind of where we are now where they listen to a lot of talk radio and mm-hmm. other stuff. So that was interesting. But- we had bring your record to school day. So I go in the cabinet and whatever, and I don't remember what it was. It was a bunch of stuff in there, but there was like Michael Jackson, Phil Collins, uh, In the Air Tonight, still mm-hmm. one of my favorite records. That's a dope song. That's a dope, it's a dope record. Yeah. Um, the closest thing that I, that I could find was the Phil Collins and the Michael Jackson. I was like, all right, I'll take these. So I bring them to school thinking I got something or whatever, whatever, and I'm, and I'm playing my records. And they're like, oh, Michael Jackson, that's cool, whatever, whatever. This Phil Collins, whatever, whatever. And there's a girl, shout out to Lakeisha. Lakeisha was like, because my nickname is Mac J, right, back then, for those who people know me before high school. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, Mac J, I'm going to put you on. We got it. We got it. I don't remember what she said. She didn't quite say that. She said, put this on. And she put on Basketball by Curtis Blow. We're playing basketball. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what, what is the fuck is that? that? <laughs> And we played it, and we played it, and we played it, and I couldn't get enough, and I stayed after class. I was supposed to go to the next class, and I played, and we played this record. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like to win the dribble up and down the court. Hold up, hold up. AJ. Yo. I'm going to see you. AJ. Yo, shout out to Curtis Blow, man. That AJ song. I just saw him a couple weeks ago. Did you? Wow. On the train? No, he's performing at um, King's Theater in Brooklyn. He's part of the uh, Hip Hop Nutcracker. Wow. Wow. I remember hearing AJ. I don't remember what fucking roller rink I was at, but they was playing AJ. And then, because that was the shit then, Mm -hmm. and then they played that Lisa Colt, Lisa Lisa. I was in love with Lisa Lisa because she was beautiful and had big titties. Yes. And they, I, I wonder if I take you home. And they had the video, and yeah. she had that pink dress yes, on. Yes, yes. I just stopped skating and was just looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, them titties are big. Man. I'm like six or seven, but I like titties, too. <laughs> I always like titties. Yo, she was gorgeous. Yeah, man. Yeah, she was great, man. What's up, Al? Well, I wanted to go last because I was trying to sit in here and think, did I have like a salient point where hip-hop just was like the thing for me? I guess I was fortunate in a way. My parents played a lot of disco music. Mm. So I was sort of brought up on disco and then, you know, you had Blondie. But mm. I did I do remember playing the hell out of that Curtis Blow record. I know this is late in the game, but when hip hop really meant something to me is um every beat for president. Make, 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 oh my god. Because we had we used to have these um block parties every summer. Remember block parties? Yeah. Yeah. And that when that oh song God. came on, yeah. there was something about that was the first time I danced in public. That shit was, <laughs> No, that shit was that, different. Like I danced with a girl in public. Like you dance at home with yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but outside at a black block party. He was like, I'm gonna show my shit. <laughs> yeah. And 
I felt comfortable. I felt at ease. It was like everything was right. It was natural. It was a different smell in the air. Everything, Every, everything I, was different. When I think about that moment, it's almost picturesque in my mind that I was sitting on the one of the benches. Mm-hmm. Then that song came on. I just got up like, yeah. oh, this is the shit. Yeah. And that's what hip hop is to me is that day in the summer, everybody was out. And I was like, yo, I got to dance. I got to dance with this girl too. Yeah. And that was it. As you were saying that, I heard yes. Eric Beaver president. Yeah. And I remember how pivotal now that was. clap your hands and one, two. Between Rapper's Delight and Run DMC, Sucker MC, mm-hmm. there, was kind of, there was a gap, mm-hmm. right? But that was the next time that I really had like a strong connection right. mm-hmm. to a song. Um, Eric B changed the game. Eric made oh, me want. Eric B. Yeah. Uh, Eric B. And Rakim, and Rakim made me want to be a rapper because I didn't have any control over the radio, mm-hmm. right? And I certainly couldn't hear those shows that did play hip hop. Right. Yeah. They played them late at night. Right. Like, right, right, right. I was fucking seven. Like I, I wasn't would stay up all night watch that shit to listen. To I wasn't. I wasn't able to listen to DJ it. Ralph but when we got to like yeah. Run DMC, yes. And Sucker MC, yeah. now the shit was in my neighborhood. Right, right, right. And right. kids that I knew had the record and were DJing, and I could, like, hear it. Right, If right, you're right, listening right, to right. this podcast and you're under 25, you have no idea yeah. how fortunate you are to pull out your phone and be able to explore new yes. music. Yes. While you're sitting on your couch, we used to have to stay. We couldn't control the TV. We yes. couldn't control the music. Right. And we, I would have to stay up. When I'm not supposed to risking getting in trouble, yes, just because I wanted to watch but, the video show that came on at 11:30 or 12:30. But we were real fans, though. Yes, right. you don't think they're fans now? It's the difference between you standing outside a day and a half with tickets to your favorite musician's concert to being able to go online and just pick them up off of Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's a difference between having the the, the album cover. Or the CD cover with the booklet in it. Right. That's, that's my point. Read through. That's my point. Yeah, like, I, I think there's a difference. We consumed yeah. the culture. Like right. it was. We were. We are the culture. We are the culture. Yes. Like we were consuming it, it's ourselves. In, it's embedded yeah. in us in a yes. different way, for sure. In like how DNA. many times would you read the same album cover over and over? You again? would read the credits. The that, credits. That's who, how you. Who wrote that's how the you song? Knew, that's how you knew their real names. Yes. Right? Yeah. You didn't know their real names. And then remember. Like, I remember the artist DJ Marley Marl was. Yes. The artist that took the time to actually put stories into their album covers. Three Feet High and Rising. Yeah. Um, a People's Instinctive. Yeah. You know, so you many know Al talks about Eric B for President. Dope song. You can play that anywhere. Anytime. To this day. And right. people are going to get up. But you talked about it in another episode where you say, that 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 ball that when yeah. that shit came no, on no, yeah that was this episode actually but yeah I, I tell you right now <laughs> was it this episode oh, holy shit oh, how much is it when this comes up in this episode <laughs> uh, must be the whiskey I'm drinking we, we should a- have a drunk award of that episode because it's somebody different the drunk award goes to me well <laughs> you you trying to I usually win. zoom on a label yeah right yeah, it's yeah. always gonna win yeah, so, that's, hey, yeah. yeah. you're the winner I'm the winner <laughs> There was only like an hour or two on a Friday night that you mm-hmm. can catch this shit. Right. And yeah. I remember it was either Red Alert or it was uh, Mr. Magic and waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. You couldn't go to the bathroom because no. if you go to the bathroom, you might fucking miss right. the song. Right. 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 And I wanted to get that song because the way that shit comes in, like Eric B. There's certain songs that when they come the, in, the intro. they bring you right. to that age. Check, 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 check out, check out, check out my, my melody. melody. That was the first time I heard Rakim. Yeah. That was the first one. 
Hold up. That was the first one you heard? Yeah, that came out before Eric B for president. I yes, think. it was. Check, check out, out when Melody check was out first. When Melody was first. Eric B for president came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. When I heard check out, I was like, who is this guy? But, but the first time I saw Rockham yeah. was on Ralph McDaniels, UHF, Channel 31. Yes, sir. And it was, I ain't no joke. Ooh, ooh, that yeah. shit was so greasy. I was like, he said, and what's crazy about it was that there's certain songs that when they come in, Facts, yeah, it doesn't it. matter. That's it, it doesn't matter. It just and Run DMC being from Queens and from you know growing up in Cambridge Heights and going to Southside or going to Hollis and my grandmother living yeah. St. Albans and LL literally lived around the corner from my grandmother. So mm. that was just it was just so much energy, man. Yeah. Looking for fucking Cardboard boxes, do break dancing on. And I couldn't break dance for shit. Yeah, I was not a big break dancer. I was mad dance. as shit. I couldn't do that. Yeah, I wanted so to do the windmill so bad. Yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> that was one of those things where I wasn't jealous, jealous, like in the traditional sense of jealous, but just like I wanted to do that yeah. so bad. I just envious, couldn't get envious, yeah, envious. Break dancing, yeah. nigga. <laughs> Yo, I, I got good at popping a locket. I could pop that, a locket. That was, yeah, I can pop a locket yeah, a little, yeah, that's a little bit. That was my lane. Yeah. When you, when you, when you think about, so a couple years ago, I was at, um, I think it was the W Hotel. They were having like a little party or whatever. It was a series of parties they were having. And that night, Africa Bambada was DJing. And the dance floor is full. And because I was with my friend Allegra, shout out to Allegra. Mm. She's, she knows all these older hip hop pioneers. And I was, so I was standing next to Africa and I was like, how do you feel looking at all of your children? Mm. If cool Herc, was the father of hip hop, mm-hmm. but you raised hip hop. Mm-hmm. You've changed the world. How does that feel? He was like, "That's too big of a answer. I can't do it right now. I got to get back to this record." But and I mean, mol- that's that's huge. Then molesting some little boy. Oh, we had to go there. Shit. Oh, I thought about it, but God I wasn't gonna say it. I'm just Hello. Saying. And the award for killing the moment goes to <laughs> I don't know. I can't honor that man anymore, but go God ahead. God damn. Is, is, <laughs> has that been proven or is that alleged? It's alleged, so I haven't like convicted him. <laughs> there hasn't been a, a movie about surviving Africa. Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so No, yep. but uh, I say I respect your story, I'm, yeah. and I respect the moment that you were in. Yeah, but it made me think of, and I'm not sure if we had decided if we want to discuss this as a topic. But how do you, and when do you separate the artist from the art and their I, impact on the culture? You got to look at what his impact was. Like, if you think about Planet Rock mm-hmm. and how every inch of this globe it has hip hop has touched. Right, there's no place you can go where they haven't heard of hip-hop. Maybe it's not, it might not be the biggest genre right. there, but there's no place that hip-hop is not touched. Hip-hop came, is the number one music in the world. And it came from the Bronx. Talking about touching. It came from one little <laughs> section of the Bronx. So it's it's hard. It's hard. Good. If you're a kid toucher, I'm ready to fuck you up. Literally, I'm ready to get physical and but, put hands but, on you. All right, but was that an allegation or was that, because I've met Africa Bambada, I've interviewed him, did you years. ask him about that? Uh, this was 100 years oh. ago that I interviewed him. I mean, he was always cool to me. He was always like very, you know what I'm saying? And and I hold, I, I hold him in a certain regard, the same way I hold Bill Cosby. And I hold them that way for their body of work. Right. And also R. Kelly, I hold their bodies of work separately from them as people. 
because I still love their work and I yeah. shouldn't be deprived of the I, joy of that work yeah. because they have personal issues that have nothing to do with the things that they've created. I would, not, a, I would that, not put R. Kelly in that con. In that. Is that because you're not personally impacted by the pain that they've inflicted? No. Their victims? Yeah. No. Yes. That's not why. It is. Okay. Because if, if, if R. Kelly him. just had touched your sister, would you still feel that way? No. About the work? Or your daughter? But, yeah. But but if I was if if that was and, and and this is with all due respect to the victims what I'm what I'm saying right like I don't condone any of these the behaviors alleged or real because I I don't know I wasn't there so I don't know who's telling the truth and who's not and I'm not saying anybody's lying I don't know I wasn't there and I'm saying everybody's innocent until they're proven guilty that I, is not that, no I, I get that that but, is not but none of that takes away from the work so two hundred years from now. The planet is still here. Media is still here. Those bodies of work are still here. Because of the internet, we'll know what happened. I don't know what happened with Mozart and Van Gogh and Frederick Douglass and all these other people that created these bodies of work. True. Even with Martin Luther King, right? We got a little, there's a rumor mill around him, Ain't right? No rumor. It, it took deeper investigation. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't on the front page. Right. So there's no video of, of Martin Luther I'm King. I'm going to need you to suck my balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the tip of my cock. I do not condone Swallow any of my that. balls and hold them tight. I don't condone any of this. I'm gonna bust a nut and yo, we're gonna fight. Le- yo, Leon's face right now is like he hates me right now. Yo, Leon wants to bust Leon, me about right Leon now. Leon wants to run out of the room right now. He is, no, he is. I did not want anything on uh anything recorded with me laughing at that. <laughs> Let yo. you suck my balls. Okay. In the moonlight. <laughs> oh, yes. This bottom, has been brought to you by. <laughs> bottom of go, by going too far. Well, I, wish my, it, I wish it wasn't funny so I could just I, say. Yeah, no, yeah, right? no, yeah, yeah, But it's fucking yeah, funny yeah. as fuck. I make everything funny. But, but for me, yeah. it's, a, it's, about, it's about the work. So yeah. I wanted to say this. So there's a, there's a popular boxer. Pacquiao. Is in the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is out now and who's really reaping a lot of the rewards of his craft. But he was physically abusive to a friend of mine's family member. And I did not know that until I was talking about the boxer. And then they said, oh, fuck him. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, why? Because he used to be my cousin. And immediately when they said that, any type of adoration went away. Has anyone ever done that to you? Has anyone ever discredited you not in your presence? I've been in business in the public like 20 years. You, it's happened to me so many times yeah, I can't even count. No it's can, not to that level. It's right, not that's my to that, to that point. point. No, but, no one can ever accuse me of physically right. abusing. No, but right. people have accused me of things I haven't done. That's people true. have accused me of being with people I wasn't with. People but, have said things that I have done and I've cleaned up my act a lot. But if somebody said, But that's not the point. You know, Mac was fucking that skank bitch. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I hope he wore the condom. Right. But if, but if someone was to say, yo, Mac used to beat women in his spare time, I would have a problem No, somebody, with some, I would hunt, question it. I had a bad deal and went bad 15 years ago. And somebody came and said, oh, so-and-so told me you were a crook. 15 years ago and had no context of the situation. So I explained it to him. I told him what I did. I told him what the other party did. And they said, oh, I didn't know all of that. 
But I think that do you understand? I think that's, I just say think that's a little bit different than the R. Kelly situation, right? Because they came with they but, came with but receipts, there's a, but there's a preponderance of they, the facts. But they came with receipts, agreed. Yes. But you're still right. willing to rock chalk the factory because it's a good fucking record. This is the, this is the thing. I, well, you're talking. I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to because I have doubts about Michael Jackson and his his guilt in messing with little kids, right? right? But if I thought that he actually did it, I wouldn't rock with Michael Jackson. Right? Don't care. What he did? <laughs> he said, "Come on, I mean, come on. I don't think he did anything. Okay, but but also, you don't want to think. Pull out your anything. little no. pee now. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't, I don't, I don't want to, and I don't, I don't think that there's evidence that he really did anything. To be honest, what I don't like at this point with Michael Jackson's situation when he was alive and they went at him and all that stuff. But the man is dead. Let him rest." This but the shit, victims like, are still alive. So R- if I, 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 I understand so, that, and or the alleged victims, the alleged victims are alive. But this, the supposed people that Oprah interviewed, it's my understanding these are the people that were involved in whatever cases and settled out of court. So, but I'm not saying that you of, should there stop. There's a lot feeling. of changes in their story. Okay, hold on. My point is, is that you went to court, you had your day in court, you settled whatever you did. You sign whatever agreement. Now the man is dead and gone. Why do you need to bring it back up and and shit on him even but more? But it's not them. Here's my problem. There's a double standard. If it was equal for everybody, it'd be one. It'd be one thing. If not, it'd be something else. Elvis was a pedophile. Yes. Yeah. They still play his music. Yeah. Well, he, he married Priscilla at 13. Wait a Tell minute. Tell me something else. Wait a fucking minute. Elvis is the fucking king. Elvis was a damn pedophile. He's a fucking king. A okay. King pedophile. And they, but what Go did ahead. they do? <laughs> they cleaned pedophile. up the story like it was okay. <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis, all of them. Yeah. Woody Allen. Yeah. Woody Allen. Okay. Well, Woody Allen waited till she was 19. Okay, great. But he married his daughter. No, no. And he he still makes movies. He married her at 19. Yeah. He was, was getting a little, illegal. He was, he was, was getting a little extra in while, uh, yeah, while Sun-Yi? she was still in, in, in under his roof. Hello, Sun Yi. I don't know how Billy Willie. Rock Hudson. What was, was Rock Hudson doing? Who was rocking? I thought Rock. Right, you right, you right. watching Rock? Hudson Rock was, yeah, you you went too far on that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Because Rock Hudson. Nobody's watching Rock he Hudson. Was, movies. He was just gay. I don't think he was uh, fucking young boys. Was he fucking? I don't know. Well, it's tea time with Mac. What do you got on him? Y'all know what time it is? It's tea time with Mac, y'all. Mm. Y'all ready? Oh, we got the tea on Rock Hudson. <laughs> you know what they call Rock Hudson in the wheelchair? Rollades. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> it's tea time, y'all. Ooh. Oh, my God. Y'all don't remember that joke? We just went off the cliff. Yo. Yo. Hold up. I'm in, I'm in the bottom of the ravine right now, right? By myself? <laughs> Am I bleeding? Am I... You don't remember that joke? Wow. Oh, no, Rock no. Hudson in a wheelchair. You don't remember that joke back <laughs> in the day? Rollades. <laughs> Come on. I was, I was notorious for a bad mouth. Wow. But what I'm saying... You don't remember that joke? No, I don't remember that oh, joke. Shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Ultimately, there is a... <laughs> Yo, Leon is about to like cover Fuck his it. face. What did Rock Hudson sound like? Come in here and uh, lick my asshole, there, little boy. <laughs> there was no like young children. No, I don't know. Rock Hudson, I don't think had young. How do you know? You don't know. There was no Instagram. Accusation. Accusation. You don't know. There was no accusation. My problem is, is when it's people of color, it's amplified to destroy them, and when it's not, it's covered up, manipulated, twisted, well, yeah. hidden, you know, put in a the closet. They con- and they get a pass. They control all the means mm-hmm. of. Destruction, the media. So Bill Cosby, as rich and as powerful as he was, 
He could not control the narrative. He couldn't. Mm-mm. Even Harvey Weinstein is still trying to control the narrative. Mm-hmm. As fucked up as he is, somehow his insurance company is the one that's paying out this agreement. You, you've heard that. You've no, heard about this. No, right? no, 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 no. Elaborate. Tell everybody. So there was a settlement of twenty-five million dollars or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. this. Twenty-five million to, to whom? To, to his accusers, but not a dime of it comes out of his pocket. I don't know what kind of insurance he had. Oh, I don't so know he if he had, like had rape insurance. insurance. Oh, rape insurance. He must have had rape insurance because the insurance company is actually the one that's paying out. To no, these, he's got, these he's victims. got, I forgot what they call it. I'm going to need um, to, I'm going to need to. I have up, that in my policy. It's, cat, it's like catastrophic business insurance. I'm going to have continuity. Up. You have rape insurance? I don't have rape insurance. I don't need rape insurance. <laughs> Max got a rape writer in his contracts. <laughs> I will never need that. Just in case I rape. Hello. Can you but, guys cover that? <laughs> but if, if you, if State you, Farm is there. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna and there to. goes another sponsor. Thanks so much. Reenactment. Hello? I'm going to need to increase my rate policy. Uh, I've got 500 million coverage. I need to update to 200 million. Please. 200 million, you sure? Yes. Oh, I rate bitches two at a time. Uh, I'm going to propose that you get the $500 million trillion dollar, uh, <laughs> policy. Great. And are you over 65? I am. You get an ARP discount. <laughs> Fucking awesome. All right. Can I get a June buck phone with that? Oh, you get a June buck every time. Oh, great. All right. Good night. <laughs> another episode that's off the rails yeah. sure. but fuck Weinstein somehow he's able to still insulate himself and operate and function yeah he has not lost any money any personal money yeah from this lawsuit yeah how is that possible good lawyers good structure good corporate structure yeah, now rape, he's indicted on both rapists Let's look out for rapists man I think when you talk about Weinstein and Epstein and all these people who have these Epstein didn't hang himself. I don't believe that either. I don't believe that either. Do, do you believe that, Al? I, I think he hung himself with someone else doing the hanging. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Side- he hung himself, but it wasn't at that time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sidebar, my oldest actually has a sweater that says Epstein didn't kill himself. Mm, wow. But um, I think there are certain passes, and they have in – Rick said they control the media in regards to the narrative of what's being put out because they have the money and the power to do it. And it's fucked up because what Bill did, Harvey Weinstein probably did 10 times over. Mm. When fucking Hugh Hefner passed away, I know he's probably got video. No, he's got certain. He's, he's probably got, got dirt. He's probably got gigs, all that shit that's but, going on in the grotto. Yeah. Shh, get the fuck out of here. He's a man. bit of a scumbag too, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You know he was a scumbag. Whoa, why is he a scumbag? Come on. Why did you just come back? Take your top off, honey. Let me see your tits. Why I don't like your tits. Get out of the I, office. I think I, <laughs> what, made, what made him a scumbag? Because he had an alternative lifestyle? No, I think he was probably the biggest pimp ever to walk the earth because it was public. And he just invited people over on the weekends to-, to This nigga had a party all the as time. As a cover. I, I, don't, I don't think- that, I don't know if he was pimping. I'm going to say that right? he, he didn't, you didn't pay to fuck. No, he was. You paid to you be- You paid to be in a circle. Yeah. Okay. I hear your point. That I, is a pimp. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he's a scumbag just because he's a pimp. Wow. No, I think uh, he's just saying he's a scumbag. Pimps are not scumbags. Are pimps scumbags? They're not nice. Why? They're are pimping women. Don Juan wouldn't. Uh, Don Juan would disagree with you. We should try. Shout out to Don Juan. I would love to interview Don Juan. Don Bishop, Juan. Bishop Magic. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be my favorite interview God. for 2020. Rick I'm, is looking like. Mm, I'm, no. trying to do, I'm trying to do his voice in my head. I can't think of it. <laughs> 
Cause you I know. got all this jewelry on, and these bitches <laughs> is just give me their money. I got a green Rolls Royce. I got green everything. Green is about money and power and the money, and I got bitches and gold diamonds as bitches. But what about Jesus, Bishop? I got Jesus around my chest. I got Jesus. I believe in Jesus Christ. Jesus was the biggest pimple of them all. The Catholic Church <laughs> is the biggest pimple of them all. I Vinny got, is trying to make sure it's not safe for any of us to walk in the street. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. 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 So apparently, uh, there is a new toilet seat. It tilts forward. It's tilted. It's on a slant, and it's designed to shorten the amount of time that you actually spend oh, yeah. in the restroom. So it's a, it's supposed to make sitting on the toilet uncomfortable. Yeah. It makes you feel uncomfortable, is it? I don't think, I don't know if it's about comfortability as it is about how we actually use the toilet. And I think oh. it's supposed to. When you got to shit, you shit. Ease the process. No, but if sure. it's still no, comfortable. No, no. That, that, particular, that particular article is about making it uncomfortable for you to sit there for an extended period of time. Who's thinking about that? How is that a problem? People who are interested in productivity and it's corporate. Or when you have. But I don't have a corporate. Oh, job. so these are. Uh, or, bathroom, or, or if you yeah. ha- or if you have four kids in one bathroom, and who's hanging out in corporate toilets? Well, I was a terrible employee, and yes, I would go into the bathroom and sleep. You know, I'll how long? I mean, everyone like forty five hours. I don't know as, as long as, <laughs> as as long as I needed until I could go back to my desk. That's I had a summer as lo- job as long as it took for him to smoke a cigarette while he was in there. I had a summer job at George Washington University oh, in no. the library. Yeah. And uh, I used to go to sleep in the stacks. Yeah. And my supervisor would always catch me sleeping. Mm. And she'd be like, seriously. what do are you, you guys doing? Never, you, never, you never went to sleep in, at work? No, I have. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Alaric was like, I, like, that was my nap place. <laughs> like, I would just, well, who's going to come in here and get you? Your pants are down around your ankles. I'm no one is coming I've to get you. I definitely snoozed in there for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And I, that, but, that toilet seat is to curb that. So like, if you're going to sleep, you're going to sleep. Yeah, Yeah. but your legs gonna fall asleep. Yeah, whatever, (laughs) whatever. It happened to me before. Yeah, you talked about it. You had dead legs, but everyone's had dead legs. The thing is, like, you you have to now hold yourself up onto the seat because it's pitched forward, right? So you now you have to use your strength to hold yourself up on the seat. So you can't just fall asleep. Does it fall down? Hold up. Does it make you go to the bathroom easier? No, it has nothing to do with the only thing that would work is like in Japan where they have the floor uh, toilets. Where I heard about that. There's just fucking. There's just a fucking spot to put your feet in. Exactly. That's Mm -hmm. disgusting. That's the only thing that's going to work. Fucking flies flying around. (laughs) 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 How y'all been going to shit? Lazy American shit quickly. (laughs) Put your feet there. Shit. That is. That that does sound like some American. All my Asians sound the same. I don't know. Sounds like Pacquiao. I know. (laughs) How y'all been shit? Pacquiao out. <laughs> Pacquiao in Japan. Pacquiao in China. Hurry up and shit. Pacquiao in his global adventures. Hurry up and shit. Just have a speaker in the bathroom. Hurry up and shit. Out. That would be funny if your job put in like a timer. If you've been in the bathroom for more than five minutes, you'd hear Pacquiao say, get out. Hurry up. <laughs> but you, you know, but when you work where I work, Basically, if you are in the operation of tra- taking one point to A to B, if you stop in the middle of that, that goes on your record as taking a bathroom break. What do you mean? Stop and do what? You leave one terminal and you go into another terminal. If you stop in between that, like, shit happens, right? Literally, where you have bubble guts or whatever. If you stop, that goes on your record. If you have a couple of them, you get spoken to. What? To go to yes. the bathroom? 
If you're if, well, if you're if you're driving the train, yes, and you say I got to park this shit up and get out yes. and go take a shit, yeah, okay, that goes on your record. All right. So so what? If, wait 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 wait. What if you got IBS or something cool. like that? Then, then you can't you do have, that. Then yes. you have problems. Wait, are you talking about a conductor or an engineer? A, a engine, a train operator, conductor. If you're in the middle of a trip and you get off, let's say I'm at whatever street, right? I got to go to the bathroom. If you're a consistent abuser of that, you can get in trouble for that. Where and do they the go to first, the bathroom? There's there's bathrooms all over the system. But what I'm saying is, if you if you're one of those people like this guy has a, is a consistent bathroom user. You get in trouble for that. You get written up oh, for that wow. shit. Hold I'm on. telling you. I, I need to drill down. How dare you use the more. bathroom? I'm going to write you up. So lately, there have been a number of announcements that people have been hit by a train. And my theory is that MTA is using that as an excuse for to cover up something else. No. Those are hit people. Aliens. Aliens. I'm going to tell you something right now. The only time it gets reported on the news is when they survive. Those who die, they Rarely, they rarely talk about it on news unless it was a child, unless it was a push involved. But the term we use is 12-9, person under the train. That happens, one, one statistic I heard, in a, in a given year, it can happen maybe 200 times. Oh all over the system. That's like four times a week. All over the system. All over the system. I'm not talking about just, you know, one location. Wow. The system is big. Just... Last week, there was something on the two train. Person was struck by the train. Now, what yeah, I know. Five, I was fucking held up for thirty minutes. <laughs> what? No, I, I wasn't held up. I just I took it over. But... <laughs> Jesus, another dead person. Great Uber. Yo, it was yo. Uh, another friend of mine works for an MTA. I sent the most insensitive message. Like, yo, what the fuck is going on in the subway? <laughs> Did you just clean up the body? Um, no, it happens a lot more than the public knows. And again. It happens so often that the news is like, we only want to hear if the person survived, the person was pushed. It doesn't rescued. Ne- it doesn't necessarily mean like when they when they say that, it doesn't mean that the person died or even fell on the track. It could be they got hit by the right, train. Right, right. But um, it happens a lot. Okay, a so lot now go you know. back. So a, a train conductor will get off the train mm-hmm. while people are on the train. Yes. Go to the bathroom. Yes. Come back and resume their job. And if they're in a location where they have a supervisor available, like myself, or another conductor, they'll put that person to take that person's train to the final destination. How do they get back on the train? They basically get on the next train and go to the final where they have to. They were supposed to go right. and do their next trip. How long is the average trip? Or right. what's the longest trip? The A division. The, uh, the A train is the longest. How, how long does one person have to be on the train without having a bathroom break? From eight line is like an hour and fifty two minutes. That's actually reasonable. The six two line, hours, but if you go to the bathroom before you leave, yeah. But um, the six line is actually the longest you're actually in the train cab because it's an hour to Brooklyn Bridge and an hour back up, so two hours. I remember one time I was in a six line. I went downstairs and got it. I was like, I'm gonna eat healthy today. Got a chicken salad, <laughs> <laughs> and by the time I got from Pelham Bay to one two five, my belly was like, and I was sweating. <laughs> like I had taken five mollies, okay? And I was going to Brooklyn Bridge, and I knew there was a bathroom in Brooklyn Bridge. So I'm rushing to get there, and then something happened where the, there was a conga line, we call it, where the trains weren't moving as fast. I couldn't go to fucking Brooklyn Bridge, so now I'm going the whole way back up to fucking Pelham Bay, and I was I was literally in almost tears. That's how much pain I was in because mm. my stomach was hurting. I don't think I let the train doors open before I ran to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. And but, there's no way to use the bathroom inside the cab? No. Some, no. Some, someone, someone has used a plastic bottle, for sure. <laughs> no, of course. I that have. Has, that, I have done it. It's a train operator. Of course you have. Of course you have. But no, you get to a certain station, and you 
pull up a little further. That's why when you become a train operator, the, the, the running joke is make sure you have tissue with you and a bottle because wow. it gets crazy. Because when shit like that happened the other day, where do you think the other train operators are? They're on their fucking train mm-hmm. and they're waiting for the, for the people to move in front of them. When in rush hour, it's literally one train going to the station, and, and an average trip that takes an hour and 40 minutes can take two hours and 15 minutes. And if you had an egg and cheese that morning mm. uh-huh. and the egg wasn't cooked right, <laughs> right, you stick your ass out the window. I've got stories for days, <laughs> trust me. And that's happened before, where the guy literally stuck his ass out the window and shit on the side of the train. <laughs> it happens. Someone's shit in the cab, and you go in the cab like, <laughs> shit everywhere it happens the subway this series. segment has been brought to you by new york city's mta poopy oh. on the train oh wow <laughs> so what real. did we learn today don't have a salad <laughs> <laughs> or a nasty restaurant <laughs> if your train is delayed your conductor might be taking a shit <laughs> um i didn't know all of this about the mta very yeah, interesting I, it's so much it's going on i also learned why people are so vehemently against artists, even though their body of work is so interesting. I think Leon definitely gave me some perspective around that today. And I learned that, um, you know, we're going to embrace fearlessness. Yes. And yeah, we are. We're going to embrace yeah, fearlessness. And yes. I and here, here. So I'm, I'm shouting out to uh, fearlessness, yes. man, yeah. across the board, man. Sometimes you got to jump in and, and, and not know what's going to happen and hope for the best. But you, at least you jumped. Jump off the bridge, you know? see what happens. You know what I was thinking about earlier today? When I moved out of my mother's house, I was dating this girl. She was essentially homeless. Nice. <laughs> because she had moved in. She must have had some good pussy. <laughs> Give me that homeless pussy. You, you definitely damn. upgraded. You upgraded. No. Well, uh, well, when I met her, she obviously wasn't homeless. Uh-huh. But at some point, she got into a disagreement with her, her roommate. Mm-hmm. And she ended up living with me at my mother's house for like three months. While we were getting our money together to move out and get our own apartment. Mm. The scary thing was moving out of my mother's house to go to your own apartment. Mm. Yeah, that was that was that was fucking frightening. Like I didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen when we got there. But it was the best thing ever. It it worked out. You know what, to add on to that, it's amazing how you don't realize how much you take for granted. Living at your parents' house, oh like God, forks, yeah. knives, yeah. shit like that. Like, that where the forks always, at? But Gotta that was, buy them. But that, <laughs> yeah. that was my favorite part when I moved out. I was like, oh, I get to go kind of pick my own shit out. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah. And and that's when I like this first discovered the dollar store. I was like, wait, I can get a fork for a dollar? <laughs> I can't, was can't eat with it too when long. I moved in my first apartment. It was a stupid move, too. We all were. I always regret it. Me, too. Who wasn't broke? When you got your no, first I was place, broke, you was broke, broke. broke. Not, not I had no broke. furniture. I, yeah, I was broke. Air like, you paid first, last, that was it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that was like, you're sleeping on the floor with- I was uh, on an air mattress facts. for a minute. I didn't even have an air- uh, you, I was broke, <laughs> facts. broke. Facts. <laughs> I had a blanket. Facts. Matter of fact, I didn't even have that shit. I had to wait two weeks after my fucking paycheck for that shit. Wow. And I was sleeping. My roommate luckily had a uh, couch. I don't even know where he got that from. <laughs> but, so I slept on the couch. That shit could have been literally bed fucked up. Yeah, some so toss that he just found was like, "Yo, I got a couch." Hold that. I didn't even bother to ask where you got it from. <laughs> Whatever, niggas, better than the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But you know what? We can actually romanticize it now because it was just the bare essence of yeah. living. Yeah, and it was the flying best by the hand. Fly, flying by the what is it? CD of pants. CD of pants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That shit was dope. It was. Good. You know what I mean? Because all you really needed, 
Like, you know how many checks I wrote to Domino's? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I didn't checks? know you could do that. I didn't know you could do that. Hold on. Oh, yeah. You can write a check to Domino's Hell yeah. back, back in the day, and I would float checks. Float. Be like, float. How much is that? How much is that Domino Pizza's good man? It's twenty dollars. Here's twenty two. <laughs> Hoping that shit would not bounce. <laughs> Flo- yeah. Wow, I didn't know. You oh no, could my shit oh, yes. bounced for a minute. Oh yeah, I oh yeah, I bounced many a Domino's check, Where but I was I didn't go starving that night. Yeah, that exactly. Much. To the point, well, tell tell check was like, uh, my dude. No, sir. <laughs> no, you will not write this check. You don't even have an account here anymore, sir. <laughs> you don't even have an account here. Leon anymore. who? Yo. Oh, no. They knew who I was. Yes. <laughs> Domino's, just knock- wasn't Hold up. Domino's knocking the door like, look here. We're going to need that pizza We're going to need that pepperoni need back. back. Oh, yeah. Either I- you got cash or I'm taking this pizza back, my friend. <laughs> Me and my boy had a 13-inch color TV with a Sega Genesis hooked up to it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Domino's we we now call that an iPad. Yeah. Right. <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. Right. But those were good times, man. It was man. good times. It was a those lot of fun. good times. And, you know, the struggle was real, but all you needed was simple shit. Yeah. yeah. You know? They, no uh, kids. Gird you and strengthen you for moments uh, yeah. in the future. That's why when we, you know, I know when I talk about retirement, I think I don't really need a whole lot. This is why we have to count our blessings mm-hmm. and understand how blessed we are. Mm. Because... There are people our age, yes, yeah, that are still yeah. there. They're riding the yeah, train yeah. right now, homeless. They're still Facts. there. Yeah, that thirteen inch TV hooked up to the Sega. They, wish, dream. they, wish, they wish they had a Sega. Yeah, they're they're writing checks to yeah. uh, the Chinese restaurant right yeah. now. Well, the Chinese mm-hmm. restaurant ain't taking no checks. Listen, I don't take checks. Get out of here. <laughs> Fry, yeah, Pacquiao was a Chinese that, restaurant too. Pacquiao don't take checks. <laughs> I don't take checks. Damn it, man. No yeah. fry right for you. Pacquiao he's is a true everywhere. mogul. He's, he's a global everywhere. mogul. That's what he, I got houses. I got restaurant, bitch. What you want? <laughs> fry right. Oil. Chicken wing, bitch. Fry lice. <laughs> you know what would be crazy? Out. I would hate for him to listen to this show <laughs> and just see us. No, I think I think he would think it was funny. I actually I, I don't so. know. I'm just going to point Vinny out. You're right, right. You're not punching me up. Fuck yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> Throwing him to, no, all the way under the bus. <laughs> oh shit. He said it. All mm-hmm. the way under the bus. I I I do feel like this and I said this, you know, I'm I'm so grateful for what I have because no matter how bad it is, there's somebody that wants your spot. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? And you you need to be grateful for, yes. for what you have, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, listen we appreciate you listening to another introspective episode of Decoding 40. We appreciate you each and every week. Make sure you follow us on social media and come help out a hungry podcast over at patreon.com backslash decoding four zero. Any parting words, guys? Nah, I'm good. Now we're here every week. Yeah. We are here every, every Friday. New episode every Friday. Make sure you make it happen. You can't be safe. Or be safe. And if you can't be safe, be sanitary. And if you can't be sanitary, be legendary. Aye. Ah, nice. Sounds like you need to wash your ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace. Later, y'all. We locked in. This is Decoding 40. <laughs>